Hello and welcome to the Success Secret Podcast with Rosso Santalev. I am excited to introduce you to a series of conversations with some of the most successful and inspiring individuals from various industries. My aim is to dive into the stories behind their success and explore the knowledge, strategies, habits, mindsets, and wisdom that have propelled their success. Each episode of the Success Secret Podcast will feature a different guest who will share their unique journey, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they have learned along the way. I will also be covering topics from entrepreneurship and innovation to leadership and personal development. Whether you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or just someone looking to improve your life, the Success Secret Podcast is for you. My goal is to bring you valuable insights and inspiration that will help you achieve your own success in business and life. So get ready to learn and be inspired. The Success Secret Podcast starts now. Well, hello and welcome, Success Secret Nation, to this new episode of the Success Secret Podcast with your host, Hussein Talib. In this episode, I have with me Coach Karen Eldad. She's an executive coach and trainer working with media personalities, founders, teams, and executives at organizations such as Nike, Salesforce, Twitter, and more. Her mission is to advance teaching to help people cultivate personal agency, a positive self-image, and strong sense of purpose so you can thrive as an individual and as a team. Karen, welcome to the Success Secret Podcast. Thank you, Hussein. Shukran. And welcome. Shukran. So, Karen, first of all, I wanna want to ask you this: success. Like we all talk about success, I want you to give us what do you think success means to you, and what people might get wrong about success, and what is it to them? Absolutely, I that I love that question. I love starting with that question. To me, success is the ability to be and do and have whatever you want or at least to recognize your capacity, your capability to be and do and have whatever you want. For many people, success is a thing. It's measured through what you have, what you look like, and what it looks like to society. This is not the capacity to be and do and have whatever you want because it's limited and because it's comparative. That's what makes so many people miserable even when they become superstars. And you know, I work with superstars and many superstars have, they have a lot of money, they have a lot of success, they have a lot of fame, they have a lot of followers, they have a lot of business success, but they do not have happiness. And to be and do and have whatever you want is about happiness, it's about freedom. And that to me is what success really is supposed to be. So success basically is happiness and fulfillment for the person. It's not just about the money that they have. So yes. you're talking here about also, like, as I mentioned earlier, about the bio about you, it's about a sense of purpose. So do you think that each person has to have a sense of purpose in their life, whether it's something that they want to drive their business or it's about certain goals they want to achieve for, for themselves as personal goals? Yes, I do. I base that on academic understanding. But the answer is a little more complicated than that. I believe we all have to have a purpose, but I also believe, based on what I do for a living, that many people don't have any idea what purpose is, and their ideas about purpose are wrong. Most people, when they think about a purpose for my life, think about legacy. They think about what will I live and do and people remember when I die. That is not purpose. Again, just like success, it's about here and now. What am I capable of? What do I really want to do? And am I living it? 
Once you understand that is your purpose, your purpose is to do what you really want to do right now. You will start living on purpose. You will have meaning in your life. Exactly. Yeah. So, so basically, purpose is something that can be changed. Maybe this year I'm. I want something. Uh, the next year I want something different. After five years, it could change. It's not like it's going to be the same thing. Like you mentioned, it's a legacy, and a lot of people look at legacy as something that is the only thing that they should yeah. be doing, right? Yeah, they think it's their, their, that's it, it's permanent. So I chose to be the head of a bank and I will be remembered as the head of a bank. I'm sorry to tell you this, but when you die, nobody's going to care that you were the head of a bank. You can change your purpose. And there are things that light us up in different parts of our life. When we're young, when we're middle-aged, and when we're older. Yeah, exactly. so the point is that you find satisfaction and meaning in what you are doing right now. Yeah, exactly. So so how, how can any person in general, whether in their business or their personal life, can take a leap into that? I believe that it comes down to two questions. And a lot of people out there, if you're watching right now, I hope you're enjoying this, uh, will think that's too simple, but it's really not. Here are the two questions. Number one, what am I obsessed with? What would I do if nobody paid me? What would I do if nobody paid me? What do I love? And number two, Who am I when I do that thing that I love? Who am I being? Who am I being for other people? Who am I being as a person? So, for example, when I started to ask those questions, I realized, Hussein, that even though I was a marketing director, I was an executive in a company, I looked at my books, and all of them are business books and personal development books. I am obsessed. Nobody needed to pay me to do this. And number two, when I was reading and I was teaching and I was uplifting, I was being a teacher. I was being an uplifter. I was being a great friend. I was being the best me I could be. That is purpose. So I hope everybody out there will just ask themselves two questions. What am I obsessed with? What would I do if nobody paid me? And who am I being when I do that instead of what I do for a job? Yeah, so speaking of that, when you, when you became Coach Karen, when you started your business, Like you're talking about not taking talking about the money side of things, right? Pursuing your things that you actually love to do, but isn't it that a worry? Not something you're looking into the future, knowing that it might not bring me money. Because at the end of the day, we we need food on the table, especially people with families and these kind of things. So, what do you think about that? I didn't have any money. I was really broke when I discovered that I wanted to do this for a living. I didn't have any money. I had just lost everything. I'd gone through a terrible divorce. I lost all of my things in a fire and I lost my job and I couldn't find a job for more than six months. I was broke. I was living on a friend's sofa. So instead of just saying, this is my purpose and this is what I'm going to do. You can't create a business out of nothing. Anybody out there who has built a business knows it's not like, yeah, I have an idea. Poof, I'm Mark Zuckerberg. It doesn't work that way. But what I first did was I found something to do that could pay my bills. And I continued to nurture my purpose and nurture my dreams until it was able to pay for itself. I took my time and I hedged my bets. And after a year and a half of having a day job and building Coach Karen, Coach Karen was making enough money to quit her job. But Most, that's how you do it. Does that yeah, make exactly. sense? Yeah. So so basically, you found a way to add more value to people because I think Jim Rohn also said, 
if you add value to enough people to get what they want, you will get what you want eventually, right? Jim Ron, may he rest in peace, absolutely was right. When you are a person of value to others, you will always succeed. It's the people who are seeking for value for themselves who have a harder time. But if you make yourself very valuable to other people, you will, of course, succeed. Not yeah. immediately, but you will. Are there certain steps for people to look at, the, at success from their own side? Because like we know, success is different, could be different for different people and mean different things. Maybe some people could eventually mean money or whatever it is. So yes. what are the systems or things that you do work on with your clients to, to, to get them to their aim, let's say? So the first thing you need is belief. You have to have clarity about what you want. And you get to define that, not me. You get to know what you want. I don't care if you want a lot of money. A lot of people want a lot of money. There's no problem with it. But you have to have a true desire and a desire without doubt. So the first thing we work on is removing the doubt and really getting you clear on what you want and why you want it and why you can have it so that you can really start to build a vision, a clear vision. The second thing you need is knowledge or tools. That is what coaches are for. We have already built businesses, most of us who are on this side or do what I do. We already have the know-how, the strategies and the tactics and the roadmap. We will fill that gap for you. And the third thing you need, and this is really only in your hands, is faith. You mm. must have faith. Now, we work in coaching. We work on faith. We work on having true belief in your desires, not just uh, in, the, in clarity around your desire, but a belief that you can have what you want so that you can sustain yourself along the way. Because, again, dreams don't just magically happen. Exactly. So that's the third thing that you need. The first thing you need to be clear on is what is your desire? And do I deserve it? Do I believe that I deserve it? The second thing that you need is knowledge, skills, tools, which you can acquire. You can acquire academically. You can get a coach. You can read books. And the third thing you need is to really learn how to develop faith, to develop a spiritual thinking system that will sustain you on the path to success. Mm. The mindset. So let, so let me ask about the last point. Do you think it is critical like... So When we're talking about this kind of thing, having faith whether it's in grace and spirituality and whatever it is, that do you think it is necessary because a lot of people like don't think that is something to be considered because things and material things, for example, people looking for more for more for more money, for instance, do not think these two things are related. Yes, that's true. And that and they end up having success without fulfillment. And as Tony Robbins always says, success without fulfillment is ultimate failure. Spirit, spirituality, a connecting of your goals to something bigger than yourself, a connecting to something bigger that's happening here is the fulfillment and the meaning that we need with our achievements. So that's the first part. The second is, I actually just want to argue who's saying that Without mindset, you're not going to get what you want because everybody who's trying to do something difficult, like starting and building a business, and that's hard, is going to have difficulty. This isn't a question of if, this is a question of when. You will for sure have difficulty. Yeah. And the only thing that will sustain you is mindset. 
is a positive mindset, is a faithful mindset, is the belief that you can and you will figure it out. It's not the knowledge, it's not the support, and it's not luck. It is mindset. So spirituality, to me, is everything. And without it, we don't have anything. Exactly. And there is nothing called such as luck. It's like you have to be prepared. You have to take action towards things. And at some point, maybe a month, a year later, five years later, something will click. But you have to, it's not like you have to overwork very hard for it, but you have to do certain things like you mentioned. Exactly. Completely agree with you. But I want to tell you, um, there is some luck. There are people who die in plane crashes. That's very bad luck. There yeah. are people who are born in the right place at the right time. That is luck. The real definitive factor is return on luck. How much, and that's a Jim Collins term. What will you do when luck appears? And you're mm. right. If you're prepared, you're going you're gonna to enjoy every second of the luck. If you're not prepared, you're going to ruin it. Tomorrow, there's a lottery draw in America. $1.5 billion. I believe I'm going to win. Awesome. I, Share I'm with sure. me some. It's okay. I'm sure. Of course. Everybody gets a billion dollars. If I make 1.5, are you kidding? So the best thing about that is some people will take that and destroy themselves. And some people will take that and really turn it into magic. So which one are you? That's yeah, the so, real question. Exactly. So speaking of mindset, like this, having, keeping this motivation or this positive mindset, people a lot of time basically give up. Like yes. it's about how you feel when you wake up in the morning that maybe you stay motivated. You have this strong mindset for a week or so, a month or so, maybe a year, if we are talking about time frame. But at some point, people get tired. So yes. how do you, you deal do? with that? There's a talk that I love by an American admiral. He was in, a, in the Marines and he said, in the training for the Marines, which is very rigorous training, there's a bell. You can ring the bell anytime. You can leave anytime. Your job is only one job. Never ring the bell. Don't give up. What I like to say is it's normal to be weary and to be exhausted because this is not an easy path. It's not easy. But when you're weary, learn how to rest instead of quitting. There is a big difference between taking a break, recalibrating, asking for help, and quitting. Usually when people quit, and I see this all the time, they are quitting too early. Mm. They're quitting when they're so close. They're so close to their dreams. If, you, if most people could just learn to take a break, to ask for help, to recalibrate, they will stop the collapse into quitting. Mm -hmm. I hope that's helpful. But mm -hmm. learn how to rest. Learn how to ask for help before you quit and try not to ring that bell. Yeah, the people should find their power, their inner power, their authentic power within, right? Like In you desire. mentioned. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because like you, any any, we are at the end of the day, we are humans. We could be tired physically, maybe we are tired mentally. Yeah. So we have to have our rest, but not like quit 100% on the things that made us want wanted to start from from the beginning, right? It's because yeah. you thought of this idea, you have to. It's you owe it to yourself to to finish it, right? Absolutely. You owe it to yourself and you don't know what you don't know. When things look very bad, and I know sometimes they look very bad. Look at the political situation. My God, right now is a disaster everywhere. It can look terrible forever. 
But I'm 46 now. I've seen terrible. 10 years later, it's not so terrible. So stop thinking that this moment in time is such a catastrophe. You don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Things can change. And the only way you'll start to do that is if you relax, take a break, rest a little bit, and let yourself feel better. Yeah, exactly. So That's the, what you owe to yourself. This, this thing that we don't know is very important. Also, the yes. things that we cannot control, like it's like it's in traffic. You cannot control traffic. So you need to focus on yourself and the things that you can control personally. That's exactly right. And stop making judgments based on what you know. We don't know anything. All of us have a very closed set of understandings. And there's a lot of possibilities that we're not considering. And if we're too, if we're not relaxed, we will never see the other possibilities. If we do rest, we will find more possibilities every time. That's one of the big mistakes people make on the way to success. Thank you for allowing me to talk about that. Yeah, so because people, yeah, of course, it's like people, especially nowadays, I think with social media, a lot of mm. websites coming in, a lot of us are impatient. Like, we want everything like, like now so yesterday yeah yeah so they don't understand things sometimes takes time it's a process it's a marathon not a sprint so everything in life takes time people who are a lot of people who are successful today a lot of them i'm sure took years to achieve what they want to achieve yeah i always tell myself warren buffett was once in my shoes and he was warren buffett was once in my shoes it didn't happen overnight I like telling people about my husband. My husband loves to plant plants. When he plants them, he shows me in the garden, the dirt. And he says, this will be a big tree. I can make fun of him and say, that's not a tree, that's dirt. But he knows that if you plant the seeds and you take care of the ground, in a couple of years, there will be a tree. He doesn't stomp on it and say, come out. I want the tree now. He understands that these things take time. If people could understand that they have planted seeds and their plant will grow and just let it grow, things will work out much better. For example, one thing that you think that you would have known before, uh, if you started your career, it would be better and faster, do you think? Thank you so much for saying that. So, you know, I've become very interested in what blocks people's success, Hussein, for two reasons. Number one, I became very successful very recently. After five years in business, my business reached seven figures. And that's when I realized how many, the second thing, which is how many people don't have a successful business, how rare it is, how unusual it is. Over 50% of American entrepreneurs uh, never make it past $25,000 a year. And over 50% of American entrepreneurs don't make it past year five. So when I started to think about that, I asked myself, what exactly did I do differently? And what do I wish I had known then that I would like to share with everybody? And here it is. It's a very strange one, but I think you'll like it. Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) I wish I had known that I don't need to work so hard. I think one of the biggest reasons people quit or stop is because they're addicted to being busy. It's not because the work is hard and requires you to be busy. It's because we are addicted to being busy. We think being busy, doing more work, having more offers, having more products 
equals more success. And that's never true. For real success to happen, you have to know what you do best and focus on that one thing. And that one thing should be your time. So the big mistake I made, thank God I corrected it, was I had 10 offers and I did 20 different things. And I never stopped working ever, ever, ever until I realized this is actually a big problem because people don't know what I'm known for. Uh, I'm working way too much for too little money. It's exhausting me. Being exhausted means I will quit. Mm. So the first thing that I want people to look out for is, are you addicted to being busy? Are you working too much? Do you have too many offers? Do you have too many products? If you do, if you're doing three things, you, your number one goal should be in, if you want to grow, if you want to scale your business, what is my one offer? What is my one thing? What is my one product? And how can I make my time efficient and focused around this thing? Is that helpful? Because that was definitely changing my life. Exactly. So to your road to success, who are some of the influential people that helped you? Like we talked about earlier. Having mentors is a is a shortcut. Basically, can help you learn a lot of things. Yeah. things basically, so who are people who helped helped you out in your career? Well, the first the people who've helped me the most are coaches. Coaches love coaches, and most coaches came to coaching through coaching, right? And my coaches definitely changed my life. There are people like Jen Sincero who wrote "You Are a Badass," which is a really big uh, bestseller. Rachel Rogers, who wrote We Should All Be Millionaires. I've worked with amazing, amazing coaches along the way, and they've definitely changed my life and my business. Another person that changed my life is my mentor. My first boss, his name is Paul Wilmington. I just wrote about him on social media. Was such a kind person because he never behaved like a boss. He always He's always available to answer questions. He's a very successful entrepreneur. And if I say, boss, you want to have lunch? Can I ask you a question? He always says, I'd love to answer. Those people are so important in life. Everybody out there should find someone who is more successful than they are, who is willing to talk about their success because success leaves clues. Somebody has already done a version of what you're trying to do and they already have the answers. So why go the long way when you can just pick up the phone and ask somebody you trust who has already walked the walk? To me, coaches and mentors make the journey much shorter and fun. Yeah, exactly. So what would you say something that you are personally not good at that you could delegate to someone else, for example? Oh, so much. This is another thing that I think many people make a mistake when they're entrepreneurs or solopreneurs. They don't hire because they think they're the best at absolutely everything. I am not good at at least three things, but these are the three that I will name that all entrepreneurs who run their own business should outsource. Number one, operations and systems. It doesn't matter how good you are and how technically savvy you are, find, a, especially after you reach $500,000 of revenue or more, find someone who is really skilled at running operations at installing professional systems. Mm. Number two, social media. I don't care if you're the Kardashians and you're amazing at taking pictures of yourself. Social media is not something you need to do. It takes a lot of time. It's usually not a productive use of your time. And the third is bookkeeping or accounting simply because professionals do it better. Now, you know what I'm saying, Hussein? 
I don't, I think you should still oversee everything. I think you should still participate, but I don't think we should do it. And I'm definitely not as good as professionals. So I'm really glad I finally hired people to do that in my business. Awesome. So do you think there's something that I have missed asking you or looking at in this that you can add to this? Yes. One thing I can add. I think a lot of entrepreneurs and solopreneurs get very lonely. I think one thing that we don't talk about is that we, when we do this, when we build a business, usually we're doing it alone. And the more successful we become, the fewer people we have to talk about this, to talk about what's going on in our business, to run a question by them. Find not only mentors and not only coaches, but find masterminds and find groups of other people who are doing what you're doing. I think that completely changed my life in the terms of success. First, because I saw other people who are doing very well. That's always inspiring to us, right? But second, because I finally have other people that I can talk to about this. Otherwise, who am I going to tell? Like, my cat doesn't understand. My friends don't understand. They don't, they don't, they're not living this life. So find other people that you can talk to. Make this a group thing, not an alone thing. You will go faster together and you will also feel supported along the way. I hope that was helpful. Yeah, exactly. Because like you mentioned, it's like things like when you are, I'm going through this example, when you are like 30 and your friends, for example, still still want to play video games. So that's not something that I want to do anymore. So I'm on a different, uh, I don't want to say I'm on a different level, but, but on, a, on different a different path. path. Yeah. I'm just on a different path. And it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, many of my friends have very small children right now. I'm not on that path. Uh, many of my, my friends have uh, other things going on. I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. They're wonderful people. But for what we're doing, business is hard. Business is hard. And we need support. And we need to be with other warriors who are doing this. The conversation is just different. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Speaking of warriors, it's it is it is sometimes feels like something that, like we also talked about, it's it's about mindset. It's about finding people that align with your message. Let's say so. You need you need this kind of this circle to 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 give you this kind of place where you are not feeling exhausted because you are alone. Even if they are not helping you with the business itself, but maybe with the with their talk with their message with their inspiration these kind of things so yeah with their encouragement because yeah. you also realize that we all go through this man like i realize that everybody has problems it's okay it's okay to have problems but yeah. finally you're with somebody who understands that exactly. i absolutely love that I, i hope that everybody out there reaches out for a group for a mastermind that will really help them succeed awesome Uh, Karen, uh, where can people get in touch with you when they want to learn more about you and what you can do for them? So the best place to find me is on at Coach Karen, K-E-R-E-N on Instagram. That's where I do most of my activity. And of course, on KarenLDad.com. I'm thrilled for sharing this. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, thank you for being here today with me on this episode of the Success Great Podcast. Really amazing things that you, we shared, you shared today in this episode and encouragement for people who <laughs> are going to, li to listen to this one. Thank you very much. I hope so. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.